KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio in depth. I'm Jim Melworth. The CDC has made some big adjustments, not only to its measuring stick for COVID 19, but also for the recommendations based on those levels. Almost the entire country fell in categories under the old system where universal masking was recommended, but under the new guidance, 70% of the country falls in the low or medium category, and universal masking is only recommended in the high category, including in schools. I reached out to the medical director for Montgomery County's Office of Public Health, Dr. Richard Lorraine, to get his take on the new guidance. It's interesting to hear him say how noteworthy this move is, as while this is still classified a pandemic, This, he says, is a big shift towards endemic, meaning living with the virus in the background. Here's Dr. Lorraine. So this is a dramatic change, um, which was in the offing. We we expected, given the improvement that we've had in our cases over the past uh, weeks and months, this was the time for something big to happen. And they have done a couple of things with this. So... They have tacitly acknowledged that we're at a different point now in the pandemic than we were before. And that also has demanded that we look at different parameters, different benchmarks, which make more sense in light of the evolving status of the pandemic. And also acknowledges the fact that we are in a much, much better place than we were over um, from a month or two months ago. But it's, it's it's a dramatic shift and It's something that we're pleased in that we've been working on changing the guidance that we have and what we were looking at aligns very, very closely with what the CDC came up with. So we're all thinking along the same lines. And that is trying to utilize the science and the data to move forward and not just look at um, the, the numbers being low and saying, well, great, we can just move on from here. But we have to be able to continue to look at those measures that we need to take to try to continue to prevent or to try to help um, public health overall, and specifically make sure that we have the capacity within our medical system to be able to care for everyone going forward. And when, when you say it's drastic, what are the key changes that stand out? The two things that are significant in terms of these changes are number one, the modification of the parameters and the benchmarks that we're going to be using to advise those methods that we're going to use in terms of mitigation strategies. And number two, what the effect of that is on those mitigation strategies. So in the past, we've been looking mostly at the incidents, the number of cases that arise and the the, um, percentage of positive tests that are happening within a population and using that number to derive our guidelines. And that focuses on the overall incidence of the illness within the population. But now we're shifting to a strategy that also looks at the burden of illness on the population. And that's the philosophic change from pandemic to endemic as well. So within within a pandemic, you're mostly looking at the number of cases within an endemic where you, have, you still have a disease present in the population, but it's a, perhaps a bit more predictable and workable. You're then looking at the burden, the severity of the illness. So there was that philosophic change where now we are including that look 
at the severity of the illness and its burden on the hospitals and the healthcare facilities. The second part, as I mentioned, is that utilizing those particular parameters, they have come up with uh, benchmarks to identify what our recommendations are with mitigation strategies. And the most dramatic one, of course, is masking. So with the new guidelines, there's they've decreased their um, categories from four to three, which I think definitely helps with understanding. And for both the um, low and the moderate levels, the guidelines say that masking can be optional. For the moderate um, level of um, burden of illness within the community, there is a recommendation for those who might be at higher risk to consult with their healthcare professionals in terms of what individual strategies they may want to use. The recommendation for masking is optional in both of those categories. What does, with getting local, what does this change, if anything, in Montgomery County? The other big change that's coming up with this is mirroring what we were also looking at in our proposed new guidelines in that we were no longer going to have different recommendations for schools as opposed to the general community. So now the guidelines that are being proposed are for the entire community, and there is no separate guideline specifically for schools. Now, having said that, the schools will be able to do additional due diligence and look at other parameters and perhaps modify their individual approach based on what their requirements are. But the general guidelines are now going to be the same for the general community and for the schools. So the big difference is that the CDC no longer is recommending universal masking in schools and instead will basically roll that into the guideline to the general population in the mild, moderate, and severe categories or low, medium, and high. And so, so overall, from from a public health standpoint, when you, when you look at what they're, what they're looking at with the, the hospital, not only hospitalization, but also capacity, as my understanding, correct? That's the other key. What, what do you think about that? How do you, I mean, those seem like two pretty logical and important categories. Yeah, we had pretty much come up with the same categories with minor modifications when we were working on our guidance as well. So I think it makes a whole lot of sense because, again, you have this philosophic shift from looking at just a total number of cases within the population to instead looking at how severe those cases are and what burden it places on the individuals, but specifically the healthcare system. So looking at hospital utilization, hospital admissions, there are additional categories that we can look at, such as ICU bed utilization and emergency department admissions. Um, these make sense in terms of where we are going forward. So I, I, I think it's very, very logical and very, very useful. You mentioned going from uh, pandemic to endemic. Where is this kind of on the on the roadmap to getting to that endemic stage? Where Where does this kind of sit? Um, so the CDC is still careful at this point not to really give this an official change, that we, we are not officially changing from pandemic to endemic. The um, guideline basically derives from the WHO designation, the World Health Organization designation, and we still are in a pandemic state according to the World Health Organization. But this is a point along the continuum 
where we can say we are transitioning to where we can probably continue, can, where we probably can consider this endemic rather than pandemic. And the differences there are, as I was stating before, number one, there's less of a focus on the total number of cases and more on the severity of the cases. And number two, there's more of an acceptance of level of risk, um, that the overall risk goes down, that we have fewer hospitalizations, fewer deaths, and it becomes more manageable so that we can get back to much more of a semblance of what our activities were prior to the pandemic. Um, so just a little bit of an update, we're um, going to be convening very early next week to work on the guidelines that we were putting together, try to correlate it with this, the CDC announcement for today. We'll be putting out those guidelines sometime next week, most likely. And uh, until that point, basically what we're saying is we are going to align with those CDC recommendations. The only real difference is that we're going to utilize a few additional factors that look at the local burden of illness and try to provide additional guidance for some of our institutions, but that the main framework coming from CDC is something we are aligning with. Kind of talk about that, about the there's going to be an adjustment period. Yeah, so a large part of what the CDC was talking about is the question of acceptable risk. And risk is a very, very individualized thing. So when we look at these guidelines, it also incorporates at what level an individual feels comfortable assuming what level of risk. When the masks come off, the risk goes up a little bit, but it's based on you know, a low level of transmission. So from a scientific perspective, that seems relatively safe. Yet an, a particular individual may feel very uncomfortable um, taking off a mask at this point. We've been using these mitigation strategies for a while. People have grown used to them. Some people have grown dependent on them and might feel very uncomfortable if these um, if these mitigation strategies were removed from them. So we're going to see a period of adjustment where people will need to feel comfortable again in terms of being out in public, going to places like restaurants, um, being in buildings with other people without masks. So that's going to be a very, very individualized thing. And that's why the CDC was also emphasizing that these things are still an individual choice. So if an individual chooses to wear a mask, that should be something that is certainly their right to do, and they should feel comfortable doing that. Someone else may be comfortable with a higher level of risk and would choose not to wear a mask. And this is also fine, according to the mitigation strategies that we're coming up with. But in general, with everything that's been done, there's been such a change in terms of socialization and being around other people in public spaces, it's going to take a long time for people to entirely readjust to this and get back to the way they were before. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio in Depth. You can listen to the podcast free anytime on the Odyssey app. You can find it wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Jim Melwort. We'll have another episode soon.